bandwidth for the Weird Things podcast provided by Wired Tree. For sites of any size and world-class customer service, head on over to wiredtree.com. Hello and welcome to After Things. I'm Andrew Main, joined by Brian Brushwood. Hello. Mr. Justin Robert Young. Hello. And Mr. Bryce Castillo. Hi, that's me. Hello. This episode is called Bryce. What the hell you been up to? Yeah, <laughs> so, what the hell you been? Yeah, dude, it's been a month. We've been we, waiting. We were here all here. We, we 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 recorded uh, ninety minutes once a week of nothing but where's Bryce? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Bryce isn't around, <laughs> we, we, all, all the characters, the characters say, just say where's Bryce. <laughs> uh, so I I uh, ended up taking taking a month off uh, uh, since the guys are kind of working on retooling some of the night attack stuff uh it ended up being a, a decent time for me to be away and let Corey and john um take over some duties here so you heard Corey uh on the weird things and the after things program this past month um and uh, i i had a, i had a good vacation i've had a very weird time answering the, that question how of, was your vacation how was your vacation yeah um, because it was, it was good. It was a lot. It was many things, I guess is a multifaceted. It was, it was many things. It was, it was rest. a vacation with many faces. It was rest and relaxation, but also a little bit of work. I've, I found, I found other stuff to, to, to do. So like I, uh, uh, took on, on, uh, Andrew's advice. I've, I'm like a third of the way into, um, this Udemy course on JavaScript, which is great. Oh, wow. Um, the the one from Jonas Schmetman, uh, I think is really, really good. I am uh I'm I could I can do some stuff with JavaScript now. I, I, it's it's there's still a lot of finishing to do, but uh but I am like a third of the way through that, and that's been really cool learning stuff. I like programming stuff and and actually learning real tools um has been that w- has been like my tent pole for this time off is like okay the javascript thing is the nucleus and if you want to go do anything go do whatever for as long as you want but you got to come back to the nucleus at some point and so oh i don't i just want to relax today cool you're going to come back to it right um and that actually was really really helpful because i um i will have a tendency to start projects and then have to kill them um, which is is always a tough thing to do, um, and so the thing I didn't want to do coming out of this month, this t- when I knew I would have a month off, of okay, here's like seven projects you have to maintain when you come back, and also work the work stuff starts again. Um, so it was it was a nice um, kind of centering um, thing, and then um, yeah, wait, uh, it, it, wait, 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 was there a gift in the fact that you knew you only had so much totally free time, like where it's like, well, I better make the most of this while, while this, this gap is there. Um, not, not with say the JavaScript thing. I mean, it was, it was, it certainly was very helpful to have a lot of, uh, mostly uninterrupted days, um, to spend as much time as, as I wanted. But, um, uh, the, the 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 best thing about knowing okay well this is kind of a lengthy time was for the rest and relaxation stuff and some of the soul searching stuff just like okay i need to like unwind and i need to rebalance and look at everything going on um um so, so today to kind of answer that question yeah andrew two things yeah. um i'm very very excited to hear that you've done that 
what would your you knew a little about coding before stuff like this true but for for people out there who who look at like learning and again for experienced coders it is it is like it is an occupation like anything else there's years of things to learn to become really proficient but to go from knowing nothing to be able to do things and to understand how to find things out is i think a lot easier than people realize and any words of encouragement to anybody about that um yeah, because by by the time I settled on this JavaScript course, this was maybe the the second or third programming language that I was just like testing the waters with, right? Like I'd done the Swift playgrounds before um, to learn to learn uh, the Apple Swift stuff. Uh, I spent a very frustrating day with Unity um, because Unity dumbs everything down too much, at least in their setup stuff. Um, uh, but I would say, um, look for if you if you're going in and you don't know anything about code or or whatever, look at um, look at a course like this one that is designed um, to be a zero to expert or to, for for someone to just starting off. Because this course, at least this one specifically, did a really good job of like, hey, this is the program you need to use. This is how I've got it themed. So your thing looks exactly like mine. Here's how we're going to do it. Like it was very, very comprehensive in getting you going from nothing to, to starting. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of courses that I are geared in that way. So like, if you, if you don't know anything about it, like do it, follow, follow the instructions and follow the, the videos like this is a video mostly a video course and so like yeah do the code as they're doing it when you do when you have a, a challenge that's like a homework se segment like do it right spend an hour if you really don't know do it check your notes and 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 then once you get it right i had one last week where i was still i was having trouble with it destructuring stuff is still not very intuitive to me um but what i did was i did it the way I would have done it to solve the problem, because there are a lot of ways to solve problems. And then I went and I looked at the answer sheet and I was like, oh, okay. So then I typed out, I hand typed out his answer and then I started over. I gave, I went and took a break and I came back. Okay, let's try again and let's solve it. And then you watch the video where he's explaining how he does every line specifically. Like you kind of have to be your own moderator in, um, how much of the work that you're putting in. Cause you can just sit down and watch 60 hours of a dude talk about JavaScript, but you do have to like work through it. You've got to have, you have to put your time in clicking, you know, typing all of the keys. You got to figure out how much value you want to walk away with at the end of it. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and knowing, knowing what is and isn't about the, the nice thing about this, this course also like, it's got basic fundamentals and it's like, okay, here's the rest of the course you're about to do. If you want to learn everything, go and learn everything. Congrats. It's all in order for you. If you want to learn backend stuff, these are the things you should learn for backend. If you want to learn UI stuff, these are the things you should learn for UI stuff. Um, if you're, if you're getting ready for a job interview, you need to look at these theory lessons, like very comprehensive. And I'm, I, I don't doubt that there are, courses just like this for every type of udemy type course out there for but you are you it sounds like you are a a steadfast fan of of the money that you spent on this one oh definitely i i paid full carriage price on this on this one yeah. um and i think 
I've already gotten my money's worth out of it. And wait, what did you pay for it? I uh, uh, I paid the list price of one hundred and seventy dollars because really because okay. because the way Udemy the way Udemy works is they they time sales to you. They don't have like say, say I don't think that they have site because after I bought this two weeks later they were like eighty percent off whatever you want, dude. So I went and I got two more courses for like okay. twenty bucks each. But uh, there can be a little bit of a price thing if you are not a first time user to Udemy because I bought Udemy courses in the past. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, again, like you can sometimes you wait, you get them for twenty bucks, sometimes not. But if you just take it and you want to do it, it doesn't matter. Like, like you said, you you'll get your money's worth whatever you pay out of it. Definitely. Um, Illink wanted to know why JavaScript of all languages. Um, part of it was because um, um, I'd been wanting to learn a little bit of coding, and uh, actually, Andrew and I talked a little bit. I I was telling him like I don't know if I want to learn swift or unity or whatever because i want to make i want to make stuff like i'm doing with the marbles like marbles um the, the marble stuff that i've been doing which i have a little update on um some of the stuff that runs on that is like um a, a fan um crisco who really loves it uh was like hey i can do this and this and this and this really easily for you in like in node.js and um which is awesome and it's fantastic and it's great um, but also I don't, I don't know what he did and I, I want to build even more types of things like that. And so having, having a background, I've like, okay, this, I know that this can interface kind of with the Twitch chat and I can build different things. Um, and I'm not kind of beholden to hopefully hoping that this guy can keep making stuff for me. Um, uh, so, and, and then, and then yeah, you were, you were pretty, pretty upfront of like learn JavaScript is like, um, yeah, my, as, as like my a reason, fundamental uh, language, I guess. Yeah, for anybody out there, the reason I say this is that the number of things that JavaScript does increases considerably. You can real, you can create browser applications in JavaScript. If you go to Node, which is just a framework to use JavaScript or library, Node is build server stuff. You can now there's Tensor.js, which means it's a machine learning thing for JavaScript. There are languages suited for other things. It's not the first language I learned, but I by the time I got to JavaScript and where JavaScript had evolved to, I'm like, oh, this is, if you're going to start with one language, I'm like, start with JavaScript because you'll be able to do so many different things, yeah. back end, front end, all over the place. If you want to do something really specific, like, oh, I just want to do AI, like, we'll go to Python. But I'm like, really, JavaScript, if you're just trying to figure out what you want to do, then you'll go, oh, I want to make applications for devices. Then maybe you'll go learn Swift or you'll learn Java or you'll learn, you know, Dart or something. But it's a great place to start with because all roads lead to JavaScript. Yeah, I did not realize how ingrained it was into web development. I kind of always assumed, because I didn't I didn't really know a lot about JavaScript, so I always assumed it was part of Java, which is kind of its own clunky thing. And so I was like, well, but but you, like, you take this course and he's like, here's the Venn diagram of stuff. There's HTML and CSS and JavaScript, and they are all the same size, and they are all um, such a fundamental part of of web development. Um, so it's been it's been cool doing that. And then um, uh, the other update was uh, uh, right before I took time off. Uh, the The League of Fun Games Marbles season one had not yet finished, so we finished that off, and now we are in a in what I'm calling summer training. Um, oh where uh, now we are doing marbles every other Friday, um, which kind of accomplishes two things. It gives me, it spaces out the time between us doing it. Um, and it gives me time to work on uh, what the next LFG project might be. 
um, and it kind of keeps people warm a little bit while we kind of figure out if there's anything I want to retool for the next season later this year. Um, and so I'm glad that, um, uh, I, I, a, I think it would, it went great. Um, finishing off the season, we sent people a bunch of, we, we sent people sticker packs and pins and actual marbles. Um, and then we actually, uh, uh, l- launched, um, merchandise for marbles which is cool um i my only bummer is that uh, these are all these i've been on the store for like three weeks um uh, after the um after the final the big finale was and so now that we're doing the summer we're not having as many people watching yeah but that's Uh, that's something where that's always going to be there it's mm -hmm. not i mean a lot of that stuff is is that's a, a a marble inspired logo but other than that it's LFG stuff. So, uh, you know, that'll, that'll always be there. And I, I think that's, you know, one of those things that will dominate when you're first getting started on stuff is that idea of like, Oh, I I'm doing it too late or, or I should have had it there right. or, and, and that is true. You know, you could have <laughs> had it done before, but there's, you know, the, the old adage that the, the, the best time to plant a tree is, 10 years ago and the second best time is right now. And it's like, uh, the more you're focused on just getting the next thing done and the next thing done and the next thing done, that's, that's all that really matters. Yeah. Um, and so I'm figuring out what the next project is and when the next marbles thing is. Um, but I'm sure we'll talk about more of that stuff. I'm sure another time. Um, yeah. And so that was, I don't know, 80, 90% of, of my time. That's productive, man. That's, that's a lot of really good stuff. And I know that, uh, you know, I'm I'm very much a believer that you want to keep your mind active even on vacation. Like, and and I don't know how much of that is my own ADD, you know, like rise and grind uh, uh, kind of thing. But like, I I I don't do well with a quiet, uh, a, a a too quiet mind. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I I need even if it's just for recreation, I gotta have some kind of thing that I'm focusing on. So I'm 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 happy that with your time off, you spend a lot of time working on yourself. Yeah, that was um, it, 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 between that and my body naturally moving into a circadian rhythm um, um, uh, was uh, was 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 good, was good because there were de- there was definitely times when I was like, well, what do I do now? I don't have anything to do. But that's what having the nucleus helps for is like, yeah. okay, well, then you can spend 20 minutes watching another video or right. It's that, it's that gravitational well where it's like wherever you find yourself out in the weeds, it's like, you know where to go back to if you have free time. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. God, the regular sleep pattern and uh, schedule has done wonders for my ability to get things. done. I, I, I did not intend for it to be this way, but I now wake up at like, I, at like seven o'clock every day. I think I, it might be cause I get a weather like summary. Mm at that time and so maybe my body's like join oh, I mean, join that, me that, join me at 555 555 that's when the real kings uh, wake up i'll just say that uh for the past month while i was away my alarm clock was never correct <laughs> it, it was correct when i would need if when i needed to go to san antonio uh for the shot or to wait otherwise but, were you just like fun house mirroring it to to keep yourself on your toes or no it's just i i didn't have any need to change it and it's such a small thing like oh uh, like it was it, it was it would it never was change be, from like uh uh daylight later, savings later, time and yeah. stuff it would never be right because i would always be awake 
Right. He would naturally wake up before his alarm went off every gotcha. single day. Every single oh, day. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Um, which was cool. That was kind of a fun, uh, fun thing. I, I'll tell you what. On that productivity note, like, um, uh, you know, it's it's been we we've kind of talked about the the detoxing of of giving up life on the road for which was you know lived in four hour increments constantly with interrupted sleep to go to the airport or set up or do whatever when you're exhausted or whatever yeah, yeah. and to to fully give yourself over to natural sleep patterns has taken me a long time but now it's like uh i'd say 50 50 i go to bed before the kids i mean like yeah. like i think that's the hardest thing is to have that wave of fatigue and just give yourself over to it and be all like yeah you know what it's 9 30 that's okay good night and then and then and then suddenly you're you're up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed right around you know and, 7 seven thirty. and that's been a difficult thing for me has been waking up earlier but not always going to bed earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. You know, no. I mean, there's some days where it's like 10 o'clock. You feel, especially when you've gotten something done. Uh, but there's still oh, some man. 2, 3 a.m. days in there. Yeah, that was, you know, with my family in town. I was up until like 1 o'clock. Ooh. I'm just like, like ah, but I still got to be up. But it's a different energy at night. It's a different energy at night. Different energy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was uh, my update. Cool. Andrew, you said you had some stuff uh, you wanted to go over. No, I read an article on Reddit that talked about, there was a link to it and it was about like, there's no money in publishing or like, and it was sort of this sort of kind of like down on like the problem of the publishing industry or people trying to get books made, et cetera. And, um, and what, a lot of what they said wasn't really inaccurate, you know, about that. But, and, and I can't be like, well, hey, I did great. But I, the thing that I realized though, is that a lot of times people pursue an endeavor that they know they want to make money from, but they don't know how to make it into a business and they don't understand the business of it. And that was the thing when I read this was sort of like, like it was this very pessimistic sort of thing, but it was also a person like I wrote a book and I only made so much money from the book, even though the, the publisher sold this many. And it was like, yeah, you didn't have a business plan. Yeah. You know, you, you did a thing that sold. Okay. And then you're like, why? And it's like, and, and that's the thing I would implore people to think about is, is that you have to sort of step back and say, what do you do? And we've all done this. I think everybody on here sort of step back and say, okay, if I'm an author, like this was a person I think that was actually teaching a book on coding. It's like, okay, you put out a book on coding and then you're like, well, there's no, there's, I didn't make that much money. And it's like, well, could you put together a video course, you know, companion video course that would have gone for like, you know, $200 to go with this? What are other things you could have done to build this into a business? And I would say that anybody who's thinking about, you know, if you just say, I just want to write books, it's like, great. You need to have a pipeline. Well, and one book comes out, yeah, and the well, next book comes out and sells the other one. Oh, sorry, Brian. Well, well I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but but it's like it's so fascinating to me how much this tracks to uh, different versions of the same conversation we've had so many times. Which is the fantasy of every artist is that they get to just make art and somebody else handles the business. It is a lie, and you must divorce yourself from that immediately. Every magician wants to believe that they could just make a good magic show, and their agent will take care of getting them booked and filling up their schedule and all that stuff. Uh, no agents are order takers. They don't, they don't, they don't push your stuff on anyone. They wait for the phone to ring. And when they, the phone rings and they say, we want to book Andrew Maine, they'll book Andrew Maine. Same thing. Uh, I assume, or my experience with publishers is they're order takers. It's like, Hey man, that's a great book. We'll put a fine cover on it. We're going to, we're going to put it out in these markets and, and, uh, you do that, that thing where it begins, just becomes real popular um, and, uh, I, I don't know. It's such a seductive fallacy. I understand why I, everybody 
is tempted by it. But but personally, I that's my earliest advice to everybody is to don't don't believe that fantasy. Well, I think yeah. also it's partly just understanding the business of things, and and that's something that I I think is kind of lacking is there is a business to all of these industries and they're all distinct and and they all have their different ways and quirks of how they work and they're all evolving. It's, it's a different business to make YouTube videos. It's a different business to sell books. And that even that process has changed a lot from when Andrew first started to, to now there are subtle differences and changes of, of how things would go. Uh, uh, and, and certainly for podcasting, you know, it's, it's easier now to make money but there's more competition and you should probably learn these lessons that we kind of learned as, as things evolve. Uh, but if you, if you want to believe in the idea that all I need to do is make good things and everything else falls into line, it, not only is it not true, but it risks you damaging the central fuel source of all creativity and that's your faith in yourself to do it because if you launch something and it doesn't hit like you want it to hit then now you blame yourself now you blame well my art wasn't good and and that might affect the natural progression and evolution of continuing to make things better and and faster and learning these kinds of lessons and and a lot of it, I think, is is helped by the idea of realizing, like, okay, if you want to make money on it, even if it's just as a hobby, even if it's just as a side hustle, realize how people think about, put time and effort into realizing how that goes. Because, boy, uh, when the easy money comes to you, that might be the worst way that you could get into it. Because now you don't realize exactly why that money's coming in, and you won't realize when it's going to leave. And then you're going to be real pissed off. And I mean, this is, um, uh, tell me if this, if, if this tracks with everybody, but this seems to be kind of a holdover from, I guess the, the, the digital revolution, right? Like you, uh, you no longer need a big bank of money to get a book printed. Um, especially when there are sites that you can just go do that for free. So, and it's the same thing with music, right? You don't need a big bank of money to go get CDs recorded and printed. Um, and and that's where we're starting to see self-publishing take a more, um, I don't know, front and center um, uh, approach, especially to new, new creative professionals as they are trying to navigate, navigate the waters. Um, and it's, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a trade off of work and, and, and money in, in some cases, but um, we, we've, you know, we've, found there are cheaper options and when the thing you used to be was a bank right um there's not as much there's not as much need for a publisher because there are not as many synergies once you get rid of the oh also we have a lot of money so it's very cheap for us to print stuff. yeah i think that like to brian's point or this point like the more you think along the lines of i'm building a business how will this do what's the revenue i can expect this and how do i build upon each thing the beauty of putting out a YouTube video is you put out another video. People discover the early one, then they discover the new one. The same with the books, the same with other kinds of content is that growth. It's not like I made a thing and now I'm making, you know, 300K a year. It's like maybe I make 10K and then 20 and then it goes down. But then you build up over time and like any other business, there's growth to it. So uh, 
plan a business. I watch this. We watch all the saw this. We watch this from people in magic. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I just I'm having trouble. I just told people I'm doing shows. And I'm trying to build bookings. Like how many people are coming back to you? It's the same as a book. Yeah. Did the people read my last book want to read my do book? Did the people who watched my last show, are they telling their friends they got to hire me because they need to see, they want to see me again? And or are they asking you, like, do you have another show that's different that we can bring you back next year for the holiday, holiday banquet? Yeah, that's less sucky, Brian. Like, really? <laughs> we like you, but no. Exactly. That's that's how you know is that kind of traction. It's hard. And people give up. Part of success, you know, it's like, you know, 98% of it is just waiting for everybody else to give up. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, that's, uh, 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 I love that, that adage, you know, like 80% of success is showing up because it is, it is true and it is real and boy, does it seem ridiculous at the time that you are starting, but, uh, you realize as people sort of fall away for various different reasons, uh, that that's absolutely true. And, and that's true with the things that you stick with. And sometimes you try new things and then you're like, man, don't have the time and, and it kind of drops away and you realize, oh, this is the process of life. This is the process specifically in an era where where content is, if not hilariously cheap to the consumer, then free and you have a lot of competition, then that schedule, that effort, boy, is that the, 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 the lesson of our time. Yeah. Hey, man, uh, I got a pick. If you're into it. Yeah. Uh, we talked up, about, pick it up, pick it up. we talked about, uh, Rory Sutherland's book alchemy a while ago. It's one of our favorites. Uh, 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 I was really pleased that Andrew, uh, seemed to enjoy it. Uh, he's got a new one that is, uh, less of an audiobook, And it took me a while to figure out what was happening. I was like, this is all, these are like audio essays. These are like, um, short stories. And I found out that what it is, his new one, uh, hacking the unconscious is a collection of two seasons of shorts that he did. For the BBC. So as a result, instead of, um, uh, you know, just uh, uh, reading a quote from somebody, you hear the actual quote from them and radio lab style, you have different places and thoughts and all that stuff. And, and, you know, he uses the same shorthand as he does in alchemy, uh, talking about how sometimes it's better to shift expectations than to actually shift the reality. Um, but it's, uh, it's very, very good. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. It's, it's not, uh, if, if you, if you've not read alchemy yet, go read alchemy first, but if you've already read alchemy and you want sort of an awesome refresher on a lot of, of things in a new format, I liked it quite a bit. It was, it was very good. Excellent. Nice. Uh, I got it. Go I, got, I got a pick. Uh, I'm going to double down on what I mentioned earlier. The this the complete JavaScript course 2021 colon from zero to excerpt expert from Jonas Schmetman is fan. It's fantastic. Uh, I mean, I paid $170 for it, and it is well worth that and then some. Um, and it's it's definitely a complete total beginner's guide. You don't have to know. You like the you have to know how to turn your computer on and download <laughs> Visual Studio. Like that's that's the only thing you need to walk in with knowing. And and you know, just to add, like again, to people who be like Visual Studio, turn my computer. On. I mean, <laughs> why do you have to turn the computer? On? You'll go. Do these courses are fantastic because they assume you know nothing. They assume that you're drooling at the mouth. 
you know, that you just came in on a brontosaur. <laughs> that you only you know, have it, one month off from your job as producer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or, you know, and, and, you know, working at, you know, for Mr. Slade, you know, at the yeah. rock quarry. And do not, they are great at getting you started. And also you get kind of the false confidence of like, oh my God, I'm a hacker now. And it's like, well, then you talk to people who do this for a living and you're like, Oh, so much I'm I don't a baby. Know, but, <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you understand though, like, uh, Stack Overflow. What'll that? Why that will become the most important thing in your life? I mean, it's, and it's, he has a section on that. Like, hey, if you don't know a problem, here are places you can look for the answer. Like, it's it's not just the coding. It is a lot of the stuff around it exactly like that problem solving uh, mentality. Like, it's it's it's. Uh, really fantastic he gives you all the other the other really nice thing i like about this is um apparently javascript updates every year now uh, it seems Mm -hmm. um and so this course i think came out in october and so as i've been going through it i can actually see where um he has updated the course with more information and more timely information so I, I, for, for whatever reason, I was doing one section and then I came, come up, came up to more examples of this type of thing. And uh, he's like, hey, we've updated this. Here is some of the code. Here's some new updated code for uh, t- 2021. Um, and so you also get a sense of like, it's not just, um, you know, pre-ES6 uh, old JavaScript. You're actually learning current modern um JavaScript that it gets updated, which um, mm-hmm. it it is is really good. It really feels like oh okay, I'm not learning, I'm not reading some 20 year old HTML book. I'm actually like kind of in the know at least what modern contemporary stuff is. So uh, I, I've got the link in the show notes, but I, I think this is a great course. Cool. Uh, uh, my pick is uh, going to see the. Bats fly in Austin. Yeah, finally did it with my family. It's a fun little tourist thing. There were a bunch of bunch of people out there, and I can't wait to go again. It's because it's, I I really need to uh, I need to do it on a kayak when you're on the water. As, as Brian Brian has said that that's the way to do it, and I having now seen it. I am I am in uh, uh, agreement that it is cool watching them fly out from under you, but boy, howdy, would it be cool if you flew, if, if they flew out from over? Take you. an umbrella. Yeah. Got a poop. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. So. Uh, it, it, what's funny <laughs> is uh, I get tweets sometimes of people saying, "Hey, I'm coming to Austin. What's a non-touristy thing that I must do?" And I'm like, I don't care how touristy it is. Go see the freaking bats because that yeah. is that is truly a thing. It, they're also like it's Austin. It's not. Manhattan. It's not like, well, <laughs> our version of cats isn't as good as, you yeah. know, what they first did in However, London, alphabetically, so. it does come first. Barely. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm like, Austin, like, go do the tourist stuff, because it's like <laughs> awesome tourist stuff. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, uh, hop on a, uh, a, a pedicab and uh, have them pedal you over, mm-hmm. then run down, hop in a, a, a little paddle boat swan, right. yeah. pa- paddle that, underneath. Take and then, that to the bike stop where everyone's yeah. on the group bike drinking and they're doing... Oh, that's, the, oh, that's right. On, on the, uh, the, the pedal, they, they, they have these things where it's like everybody sits at a bar facing each other and, and they all pedaling, pedal and that pedaling. provides the energy yeah. that somebody steers around downtown <laughs> as you all drink. It's amazing. Uh, but yeah, so there we go. 
Fun. Cool. This is my new gig as Austin tourist. Uh, <laughs> Austin fun guy. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm the, your fun guide for Austin. Call me Austin Robert Young. That's, yeah, I'm, that's my new name. Andrew, you really? got a pick? Uh, I just played with this. It's really cool. It is the the Apple tag. Oh, the Air Tags. Yep. It is. What makes this cool is that, you know, the idea of using sensing, there's been tile out there and et cetera. But what Apple did, which is really clever, is this will use any other iPhone that's around it to sort of send a signal encrypted, of course, to the network to tell you where it is. So, Ooh, you know, that's good. Yeah, someone yeah, so, uh, put one of these like in a package, and they actually could track the package oh, on a map because mm-hmm. it there's just so needs, many iPhones. They're just uh, yeah, yeah, it's just it just needs an iPhone. They, these things are pretty neat. Uh, where are you? I? I don't lose my keys enough to warrant one of these. Um, uh, not for my keys. Oh, for my luggage brag when about I it. <laughs> uh, for my luggage. For luggage. Oh, okay. Oh, that's smart. That's clever. Oh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I guess yeah. I haven't. I haven't flown in a while, but but certainly knowing exactly where. In fact, where's it coming? That it coming? that would have been a really great thing when Ashley first came in, uh, uh, from from Oakland. Uh, we had this big scare because they had taken her, uh, uh bags at the gate and said that they were going to come out the baggage claim. They didn't, and so now we're in this gigantic panic because. There were uh, very valuable things, and we didn't want that to get lost. I have known as a uh, as a general rule, if you don't leave the airport with your bags, like staying there for as long as you need to to get your bags, the likelihood that you're going to get them back tends to fall greatly as planes wind up being recirculated and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but that would have been huge to just have the ability to say, like, nope, it's right here. Because that was one time I actually had an iPad that I'd left on a plane and they were like, eh, we have no idea where it is. And I'm like, ah, but I do. And that. it is in your hangar where you keep planes that you aren't using right now. And they're oh. like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, indeed it is. And I just like, showed them my, like, find my, iP- my iPad thing. And I'm like, but it has 5% battery. So you need to get somebody out there immediately. <laughs> and they did. Wow. There you go. I probably shouldn't fall asleep with my iPad in the uh, pocket. D- d- uh, Andrew, does it do the thing that the Ring devices do, which I really like, which is it's not my d- my keys or my wallet that I lose. It's my phone. And you can press the thing, the the card in your wallet, and it will make the phone do a chime um, uh, in reverse, which I thought is pretty useful. I mean, does this send in signal back? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does, like, does, are, are you able to find your phone? Does it make a noise? Oh, oh, does it find your phone? Yeah. No, no, no. Like, like here, right now. See, these, these are my keys. Let's say, let's say I can't find my phone. I hold this down, and then whether it's on silent or not. Uh, oh, there we go. Then the phone starts chiming. Oh yeah. Well, no, I, I have I have that with the Apple Watch. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. the thing. That's more of an Apple Watch or us. Yeah. yeah. No, because this this, simple... this thing is supposed to be where the lost things are. Right. Yeah, yeah, which is what this is. Also, it. it goes both ways. Is how is, often do you have to replace the battery on that though? Uh, I don't know. The last two years. All right, it's cool. Yeah, this is. I mean, a dirt dumb thirty dollar. You know. Yeah, I guess I. I don't like. Yeah, I think I think that's not a. I, I at least, but the way that I understand that 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 tag is, it's more like the tile where you're just sticking it on stuff that you lose. Yeah. Uh, as opposed what, to you uh, have it in your pocket. Brian, the, the answer everybody is not saying is no, this does not have the thank feature you. that Tile has. Got that, it. And so there you go. Okay, Congratulations. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, it's not a contest. <laughs> I'm just trying to... I'm, Wait, I'm oh, 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 because you said ring. 
Uh, oh, did I say ring? Yeah, I meant tile. I meant tile. Oh, sorry, gotcha, sorry, gotcha, sorry. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that's 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 yeah. Uh, yeah but it's they a seem bit cool. thinner. T- this is a lot smaller too than. A- yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm not. In this, in Yours is great, this, Brian. It's context. great. It's great. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Hey, it's been after. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program.